This is a Cinemagana Gardener Dachshund. Flymo in the morning, Flymo in the night. We are gonna have to Flymo by moonlight. Flymo, I got my Flymo. Have you got your your Flymo? Oh, Flymo, 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 woo! Flymo, Flymo, oh, Flymo, Flymo. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Skin Guitar Podcast. My throat is much better. Oh, thank you for very much for asking. Uh, we are daily at the moment, guys, going daily on the podcast, um, all about how to get kids garden. Hopefully, some of these podcasts in the past week have been inspiring you to get outside with the family. That's what it's all about for me. You know what it's like. Uh, look, today's interview is one of the first ones I did actually. So big up Chris for having me on the show. Uh, Second City Radio is where it's at. This is the first one. Hopefully there's going to be some value in there for you. So go give it a listen right now after I stop speaking. Thank you. I've done a lot of audio <laughs> the past couple of days. <laughs> um, hope you enjoy this uh, from the radio show second city radio um enjoy go check out the book it's on amazon.co.uk right now So it is Christopher Ashford live here for, of course, Monday night. And well, if you've been listening all night, you will have noticed that I've been saying that we've got a special guest coming up. If you were listening last week, you'll have heard me even say who it's going to be. And of course, while we've been playing some cheesy gardening songs, it means that we've got a gardener coming on to speak to us. And it's no better than the absolute legend. We're going to find out all about him as we welcome to the show Mr. Lee Connolly, the Skinny Jeans Gardener. Good evening, Lee. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? All right? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. No, you're absolutely welcome. I mean, there's a lot of things going on right now that we need to talk to you about. Um, and not only that, of course, but we need to find out about well, what's good in the garden right now. We've got to talk gardening, haven't we? Of course, definitely, mate. It's all about it. So, obviously, with a name like Lee, that's okay. We can call you by your name. However, you're more commonly known by the name Skinny Jeans Gardener. Yes, mate. Now, I suppose I know why. It's kind of one of those that people are going to want to know. Now, of course, I've seen you live, so I know the answer. Um, And it's not about genetics, is it? (laughs) <laughs> it might have been once upon a time when I was younger, mate, but not so much anymore. I'm coming on to me mid-30s now. The so, skinny jeans are getting tighter. Yeah, I mean, my skinny jeans are fitting tightly. They're not meant to. Mine <laughs> fit tight because I overindulged at Christmas. Yours are meant yeah. to fit tight, yeah? That's it, mate, yeah. Do you know what? I, I, I wish I had. The, I've been doing this now for... Uh, seven, almost eight years, and I've not come up with a better story about why I'm called Skinny Jean Gardener apart from 
I wear skinny jeans in the garden. Do you know what? It's perfect, though. It's well. It, it needs no no other words, does it? They're obviously no, comfortable. Everyone, yeah, comfortable, stretchy. Everyone always says, "What if they go out of fashion?" Well, they've not gone out of fashion yet, so we're still all good. Well, gardening isn't going out of fashion. I mean, gardening will always be something that's there because, well, the grass is always growing, isn't it? That will definitely, mate. That's just, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? We're trying to make gardening cool. I hate that word, trying to make it cool, but just getting it out there a lot more is, is what it's about. Yeah, and I mean, I met you first, obviously, last year at Gardeners World Live at the NEC. Uh, we saw you, kind of recognised you, and, and kind of knew of you from something that we'll talk about shortly. Uh, but the girls obviously got involved. I mean, firstly, Hannah was up on stage with you making uh, a bottle with bird seed in that we've still got. It still hangs up. The birds can still eat from it. Um, and it got a kind of hooked. Now, as much, of course, as we go to Gardener's World because I like gardening and we usually go on Father's Day, so it's a good gift for me. To kind of get the girls out there and interested in the garden is kind of one of those where you go, yeah, it's okay, it's fun. The swings are in the garden, but what else can you do? So all of a sudden, of course, the girls did a little bit with you at the NEC and they get hooked. That was the same for a lot of kids there, you know, all the kids that were getting involved. Hannah obviously made her bird feeder. Sophie then got on stage and, well, she sung Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in a bandstand, which was, well, epic, to say the least. She tilted still talks about it now um after all she performed at the nec with a man in a sequin jacket <laughs> i still need I, I need one of those jackets desperately where do you go shopping i don't need the skinny jeans it's okay i don't know mate everyone asked me that i should bring out my own brand of glittery jacket shouldn't i you People really get annoyed the, if i don't turn up in it the glittery jacket gardener it could be a new title <laughs> It could be, it could be, it could be in the future. But do you know what? Um, the thing is, the reason I wear that and the reason I do them sort of shows is to bring something different and to excite kids and uh, just bring a bit of entertainment to it. I mean, Monty Don ain't that bad doing that sort of thing, but I definitely can. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the case that obviously we saw the girls get hooked while they were doing the work with you. All the other kids that were there were then hooked. You know, you're throwing things out there, you're giving them games, silly things to do. And obviously when you've got a timetable at something like Gardener's World, you go into stores that don't interest the kids. However, when you were on, you saw the kids queuing to get involved. Hands up, screaming, shouting. That was just one day. So they've all taken something away to be able to work in the garden. So you're doing it, you know, the the, the buzz is out there. But of course right now, you're making it even more accessible to, to make the garden cool. Um, and I know that the aim is to get how many kids actually gardening within schools, Lee? Tell us. Oh, do you know what? We're doing 10,000 in one week, which is, is sounds mental, doesn't it? But uh, we're going to do it, mate. We're going to do it. 10,000. That's You do realise how many kids that is, don't you? <laughs> you're not the first person to be like are you sure but yeah we're definitely doing it mate just, we're so excited about it um, 10,000 children in one week all sowing seeds uh, which means that we should get 10,000 children having a plant in their house um, over summer growing something growing veg that they can actually eat you see that is just amazing um, obviously you're going the length of the country 
Via your own yes. helicopter. <laughs> I wish that's a future thing, isn't it? Like we had, we've had so many. I reckon we've had over. Oh, do you know? What? I reckon over two hundred uh, applicants to the the tour, which is awesome. And if I could go to all of them, like all the teachers want, um, email me and saying that they they want help and uh, help with equipment and stuff to build allotments. It's amazing. There's there's a real passion in schools and a real need for it as well. You can I've really felt that in the past few weeks for people applying for it. Yeah, I think it's out there. Schools want the kids to be more involved in things. You know, everybody wants to get the kids outdoors a little bit more. And PE is well, it's one thing, isn't it? You know, not all kids want to be doing PE. So, what better way to get the kids outside than actually interested in nature? What's going on outside? And and I think you've just you you know you've nailed it on the head, haven't you? You've, you've got the perfect idea. Go around to the schools and actually say, here's an idea. This is what we're going to do. Whether 10,000 is the number or not, uh, I don't know. It's a lot. Of course, the whole tour is sponsored by Marks and Spencers. So, if it's not a helicopter, are you going to just be kind of pushing everything around in a shopping trolley? Wow. We're going to, <laughs> that's one idea, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we're going to get all this stuff delivered, and you know, we're also, at the same time while we're at the schools, we're also given... The schools that are selected, the lucky schools that are selected, uh, all the equipment to start their own allotment as well. So, so yeah, it's a lot to take round, mate. But you know, again, we're going to have uh, twenty allotments, school allotments started this year as well. So you know, it's, it's, it's exciting times, and the, this whole thing, Chris, all come about because you know I, I go and do shows like Gardeners World Live and RHS shows and things like that, and it's great. And I meet all these teachers. I get so many people say, "Can you come to our school?" and if I went to all the schools that I've, I've you know, I'm asked to go to, I'd, I've never seen my family. Do you know what I mean? I'd never be back home in Essex. Yeah. So, um, the only way isn't I mean. Essex, the only way is actually gardening. That's it. If anything, we're getting out of Essex, mate. <laughs> <laughs> getting to see some of the countries. I mean, for me, I don't really go further north than Ipswich unless I go to Birmingham for the NEC. So... What's currently, how how far north are you actually planning on the schools tour? Uh, the furthest north we get is Blackburn this, this time round, um, which is cool. And, you know, um, like I say, it's really, it's really difficult because I'd love to get, go to all the schools involved. And in my, in my heart, I want to, but in my head, my head tells me, you know, that you've got to be a bit sensible and, and cut it down to what it is. But, you know, we're going to make a success of this tour, um, and then if it comes back, maybe we'll try and bring it back in September, and then uh, and then bring it back again next year. So, you know, it's, it's it's a tough thing, and and there's an aim at the end of it, which is to find out what teachers and schools need, and get the government to help out with that, well, not help out, but make it make make gardening part of the education system. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so many schools that get so much from it and and make it part of their education, and the kids get a lot from it as well. If we can get get that country um, all over the UK, then then brilliant. Um, that's the biggest thing. Do you know what I mean? And and I think it's something that the government will want to be behind. You know, you look at other campaigns that the government have kind of been faced with. Dare we mention Turkey Twizzlers? I don't know. <laughs> I remember turkey twizzlers, mate. Do you know what I mean, yeah. like, um, but um, you know, healthy food is good for schools. Do you know what I mean, exactly. Um, so if like, where, schools can where grow are it, turkey twizzlers now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, we can get the schools growing it, eating it. It's <laughs> it's just ideal. Well, that's the thing. That's why I love getting kids gardening because we talk about um, kids eating vegetables and eating healthily. And what's better to get them eating vegetables than actually growing it? If they know where it comes from, I've always said this, if they know where their uh, vegetables come from, from that tiny little seed into an actual plant, and they can see that grow, they're more likely to eat it. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So what do you think the challenge is going to be compared to a garden in Essex to a garden in, say, Blackburn or Birmingham? But, you know, we've got a very different weather haven't we like it's it's either where i'm in Essex. i've got friends down in brighton have almost well, whenever i speak to them on the phone almost tropical heat we can have a bit little bit it's a bit cold up your way isn't it yeah i mean the, the further north you go i mean I, i'm not calling myself a northerner um <laughs> but i guess once you pass the watford gap that's that's north <laughs> so yeah um, you will have the occasional challenge none yeah, less than the accent that- i think it's fair to say well, that's it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I mean, I hope getting everyone will understand me up your way, mate. Yeah, I think we're all right. I think we can just about get away with it. Thankfully, television has uh, created an understanding. The best thing is, though, no subtitles on a radio. I don't know if, how that would work. <laughs> no, exactly. So, um, but no, you know, it's, it's, it is different. But um, I think people can overthink it. Do you know what I mean? Like, just get those seeds into some soil, get them on the windowsill and get them started. You know what I mean, that's the best thing to do. I don't overthink gardening. I think that's what happens too much. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had a background in gardening. I, I left school. I wanted to be a gardener. Granted, I'm not a gardener at the moment. That's not the job. If I could be full time, I would because I love it. I love getting outside. Um, but as a kid, I remember putting things on the windowsill. I'd chop the top off a pineapple. It'd stand in a little tray of water to see if it'd root. Carrot tops, anything. You know, you just stick it there to see if it'll grow. Um, and and to an extent, you know, that's that's what's going on now. I mean, beans in jars with a paper towel. That was That was what was happening when I was at school. And it's not the same at the moment. But thankfully, you're bringing that back. So it's going a little bit old school, but actually bringing it here and now. Yeah, well, you, you've got daughters, Chris. I've got um, my little girl called Olive, she's four, and I am like a magician at my house with gardening. Do you know I mean, for her to see something that we put into soil, like a tiny little seed, and that to turn into a plant, she's she's blown away by it. Do you know what I mean? So she don't call me a gardener, she just calls me magic dad. You see, that's incredible. I mean, I think I'm doing the same sort of magic, whereas I can turn a little bit of green grass into a jungle by not mowing the lawn. Um, I mean, the one thing we're faced with right now is is a couple of foxes that seem to be living in the garden. Um, They've dug their way under the greenhouse and they're noisy at night, to say the least. Um, But that's that's done with. Hopefully they're going to be on their way soon because summer's coming. And, and we've got plans for the garden. I mean, I've been listening to your Facebook Lives. Obviously, you do Facebook Live on a Wednesday night um, mm-hmm. where you have discussions with people that, and, and anybody can ring in and get involved, can't they? Yeah, I really, you know, I really enjoy it. It's just something where I can sort of connect with the audience and, um, and just chat. It's not, you know, there's no stress. It's not like gardeners question time or nothing like that. It's just about people maybe with a problem and then 
the Facebook community gets involved, phones in, or even writes on, on the group. And, um, yeah, we just chat about gardening, to be honest with you. It's, it's really interesting to see what people are thinking. And, and also, you know, we get an answer at the end of it. That's what it's about. Yeah. So, I mean, a, a way for adults to get involved as well. And obviously, you've got your podcasts on your Facebook page as well. Who's, I mean, I've listened to a good few of them. Who's been your favourite? Oh, do you know what? A lot of, right, a lot of people have asked me this. And, um, and my, 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 my favourite podcast I've ever done is my first ever interview with my mate Steve, which sounds really sad, doesn't it? Because we've had Titchmarsh, the Don on, um, you know, we've had some big names, but, that one, just because it was my first ever interview I've ever done, I just I just enjoy. It. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever changed my mind on it. No, but, that's um, that's good. The Titchmarsh, you know, Titchmarsh is good. You know, the the, the the big gardening peeps are always nice. Like Carol Klein, I liked having her on. Um, and you know, it's quite interesting after having her on the podcast, and you sort of become friends with them. But it's just, it, that's quite nice. But um, yeah, most favourite has to be that first ever interview I ever did. Amazing. I mean, it's it's funny because obviously you mention you mention the big names, and and this year at Garden as well, or last year, twenty nineteen, um, we went into the Q and A with Alan Titchmarsh. Now, I mean, that's that that's God, Titchmarsh, gotta be. And I actually asked a question and got it answered by by Alan. So that for me was was pretty epic. Um, however, you also mention Carol Klein. Now. When else have you used the words Carol Klein? Oh, uh, you were talking about that song, didn't you? Yeah, would would it be would it be kind of go something like this? Carol Klein yes. at the gardener's world. She won an award for what she do. Singing about awards. So yes. A little clip of a Christmas special. So, last year, you decided to write a Christmas song, yeah? Well, do you know what? So I did, I did this actually the year before for Monty Don. I wrote a Monty Don a song because I wanted him on my, wanted him on my podcast. Um, he never listened to it. But anyway, it went out. It went down well. Good. And some, just sometimes, you know, I used to be in a band, mate. I don't really talk about it. It wasn't very successful. But... Um, you know, this, this my little singing side comes out on the podcast. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Um, obviously, we've got back to the garden. We've just played a little snippet of. We, we may play a little bit more of it after, but I tell you what, we're going to do right now. Let's play something very, very cheesy. Uh, of course, we played a couple of garden tracks already. Let's have a little bit of flowers in the window. So, of course, there you go, Flowers in the Window, Monday night, prime time, Second City Radio with me, Christopher Ashford, and we're still talking to Mr. Lee Connolly, Skinny Jeans Gardener, um, and I'm sure he's just been singing along to Flowers in the Garden. He did say he was a bit of a musician, but we won't make him sing it Monday night after all. However, um, you've, of course, been famous for other things, Lee. So, what was? Uh, tell us about television. Tell everybody where they may have seen you on TV. You may have seen me on Crime Watch. It was no, I'm only joking. That was a joke. It was Police <laughs> Five. Uh, Blue Peter, mate. I was on Blue Peter, which was um, incredible, and that was where my whole kids' gardening thing started. To be honest with you. Yeah. 
It was uh, an exciting time. No, I never did. I think one, never did I think I'd be a gardener to start with. Yeah. Uh, but then two, never did I think I would be on Blue Peter with my Blue Peter badge. And and you've still got the Blue Peter badge. It's in the safe, mate, just in case um, you know anyone comes and, and tries to steal it. So many people say, "Can I have one?" It's like I've not got a bag full of them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's it. Um, but yeah, no. So you know, I still got it. It's, it's um, takes pride of place, and uh, I'm so, yeah, I'm just really proud. We we were first to take a allotment up there um, to the new Blue Peter Garden, and um, and get Blue Peter growing their own. It's it's incredible. So yeah, obviously the Blue Peter Garden is kind of iconic. However, if there was a garden anywhere that you could kind of go and be involved in, maybe be design it, maybe do a little bit of a a little bit of a patch in there. What garden would it be? Where would you want to go? What would be the ultimate garden for you? Oh, crikey, man. That is a, a big question, that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, just like an actual, an actual garden somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if you want, go on Google Street View now. Just pick one, you know. <laughs> just down the road, second on the left. <laughs> I'm big, I'm big into like community gardens and um, and bringing people together. So if I could do that somewhere, like anywhere, just to bring a a community together, then then that's the goal for me. I've, I've recently been getting involved um, last year in something called Colchester and Bloom, which is around where I live in Essex, and it's um, a group of people, a group of volunteers that garden around town and just try and bring all sorts of people all together to get gardening um, okay. and I think that's a big thing like away from like kids side of things I think it's a big thing communities coming together and looking after their streets and being proud of their streets do you know what I mean yeah absolutely I mean it's if you think back to street parties and things like that across the years it's it's what's missing now isn't it that big community feel I mean I'm I'm on the trustees of our local park and last year um, a group of 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 volunteers there built a greenhouse um, out of old pot bottles um, and in right. there we grow herbs and things like that are then sold onto the community uh, and that community thing like you say is is essential yeah it, bring, it brings neighbors together like i did a um uh, like a, an open gardens uh, a few years ago and i met people i've been lived down the street for six years now i met people that i didn't even know and they lived two doors down like gardening brings people together. Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, we've spoke about the schools tour. It's going to be epic. It's going to be amazing. Um, what else is going on for kids? Tell us about the book. Oh, mate, so excited about this book. Uh, so, you, you saw me at NEC, and I do loads of different gardening mates and ideas. And one of the things that I've always thought is I always see on Facebook. Uh, and you know other social medias over the weekends or coming up to holidays or the you know the long stretch of the six week holidays, people say, do you know anywhere we can take the kids, which is cheap or free? And I always think to myself, you've got like, and this sounds really cheesy, Chris, but you've all you've all got this great big adventure sitting outside your back door, whether it be in your garden or even like in a community garden or in your windowsill where you can create stuff and get gardening like that is such a big free activity that you can do so all these different mates 
that are like upcycled and recycled things, I've decided to put into a book so parents can basically just give the book to the kids and say, look, pick an activity out of that book and we'll do it today as a, as a family. Amazing. Absolutely I'm incredible. So I think it's perfect. It, it's Yeah, and all, like I say, like the, the reason I, that I want a book, and all the ideas are like under 20 quid, like... I didn't want the parents to... Like I'm a parent myself, because you don't want to give a book to your kids and say, pick something, and then it comes out to be like 90 quid or 100 quid. Like, that's not the point of it. It's about these ideas that bring family together for as little cost as possible. Yeah, and at the same time, being outside, bit of fresh air, maybe growing something that's, again, like that they can eat, or something that they can then watch the birds, it, it just involves so many different things. And, you know, before you know it, they'll be telling friends of friends of friends and, and onwards and upwards. That's it. But, you know, the biggest thing is that it brings family together. We've got so many distractions nowadays, whether um, we're on a laptop. I've, I've, I've just been on my laptop while my daughter's been playing because I had to do some work, which is annoying. It's a big distraction. Um, but if you come outside as a family... And you're away from all the technology and you're just outside enjoying that fresh air and creating something together, creating a garden, um, then that's where like real memories are made. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, some, of, some of my best memories with the kids are outdoor things. It might be, um, you know, going off bird watching or running around, walking. It, the outdoors really, for me, just creates even more memories. I don't know how that yeah. works, uh, but it does. Well, if I asked my daughter, we went to Disneyland last year, mate. If I asked my daughter the best thing that happened last year, it ain't Disneyland, it was creating a mud kitchen in that garden. So, <laughs> you know, you ain't got to spend loads of money to make memories. No. And and I think that's an important thing. Um, and when you've got a book launch on Valentine's Day, it kind of yeah. says that the love for gardening... And the love of creating this thing for families and kids, it it just says it's amazing. Did did you pick Valentine's Day deliberately? Please tell me you did. Well, now you've just described it like that, then yes is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the biggest reason I picked Valentine's Day is because we've got a whole week after that of half term where people will be thinking about that sort of thing, which I think is fantastic. Um, and, you know, it is about the love of gardening. So, you know, there is a bit of that part of it. Yeah. We can have that for free. Get that in the next book. <laughs> and plus, you can give your wife or your husband, like say, I've pre-ordered you the book. So amazing! <laughs> you know, That's what. It, there you go. It, it's so, so it's, now that we know when it's out and the and the sales technique is there. Where can we yeah. get it from, Lee? You can get. If you go on my website, sneedinggana.co.uk forward slash shop, you can get it on there. Uh, it's also on Amazon as well. Brilliant. So places that everybody use anyway. You know, online is the place for everything except gardening. Um, yeah. Now, obviously you have some huge garden ideas. If you're designing a garden, would you prefer to be out there throwing pots around and marking spaces? Or would you actually rather get online or get a piece of paper out and, and plan it first? got to be planning mate i always say this people move into new houses and we do the house up first and then we go straight onto the garden get excited 
start blitzing it out and getting everything put in. I always say, sit back, spend a year, enjoy the garden, see how you use the space, and then draw it up, design it a little bit. I've got drawings from my garden six years ago, which I'm still building now. Because that's the biggest thing as well. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, it takes time to, to get a garden that works. And it'll take that time to find the bits that uh, that you can reuse as well in the garden. I love the idea of, and, and I know it was the talk on the Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago, of reusing things in the garden. I think the way that things can be reused is just perfect. Uh, upcycling's massively, I don't want to say the word fashionable because it's been around for a while, but just reusing stuff. I, I went to the tip once and... Um, I saw how much stuff was being thrown and I thought that we could reuse this stuff so much better like people don't need to throw stuff away um, you know well, we've got places like Marketplace on Facebook which we can give away this stuff for free and someone will find something especially in the garden because there's so much in the garden with stuff that people just don't want anymore so upside is such a big thing and I'm sure we've all got something around our house that you know we don't really want anymore that we can turn into either a planter or some, a den for the kids. Do you know what I mean? There's so much we can do. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, that is the thing that we've heard most through our conversation and through when I've seen you before. It's about getting out there. It's about using what you can actually put your hands on, whether it be a plastic bottle, an old welly boot, or whatever it is. It's all of those things that look after the environment, look after the kids, look after everybody's well-being, and, and like we've said, create those memories. It. and also listen, we're not putting a wall in front of stuff we're not making um, money a problem for us not to go out together and garden do you know what I mean we're, you know gardening can be expensive depending on how you do it but if you're just starting off making it cheap making it easy is, is the best way to get the kids involved brilliant absolutely incredible well I can tell you that in Birmingham city centre this evening the the light nights are definitely coming back um so before long it'll be evenings out in the garden watching the maybe the bats flying overhead or whatever else you you can see from your garden really um and it's those opportunities to to get the book out and and actually take part so what's the title we haven't even named the book lee how to get kids gardening simple mate does what it says on the tin yeah that's it. That's it. How to get kids going with the skins and Boom. Sorted. Perfect. Well, that has been our conversation um, with Mr. Lee Connolly. Lee, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, Mate, thanks for having me. I mean, obviously, we've put a few bits and pieces across there. We've we've told everybody what you're up to. Is there anything else you want to tell us about? Or anybody you want to say hello to? <laughs> Hello, Mum. Um, there you go. But you know what? The, big, the biggest thing, before I go, the biggest thing is, like, just get out there with the kids, whatever you're doing, and just get the kids' hands messy. Do you know what I mean? Just get out there and get the kids' hands messy, whatever it is. Yep. Eating worms and making mud pies. It's 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 what childhood's about. That's it, mate. So where else can people get in touch with you? What, what, give us your social media so people can actually give you a follow, give you a like, and see what you're up to as well. Yeah, just, you know what? It's really easy. Any social media, any internet, Google search, Skinny Jean Gardener, I'll pop There's not many of us. I think there's only me, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I'll pop up, and you'll be able to find out what I'm up to, man. 
Brilliant. Well, you'll be welcome back on the show. Um, and we'd love you to come back after the school's tour and tell us how it's gone. Um, and see if you hit that massive 10,000. Also, by then, maybe the new single will be out as well. I mean, who are you going to sing about next time? Maybe you, mate. Maybe you. Oh, blimey. Okay. Um, <laughs> Christmas single about me. That, that that could work. That's okay. We could do that. Crazy, crazy joke about it, right? I'm thinking Christmas album, Christmas garden album. Amazing. All about yeah. uh, Christmas plants and, yeah. That could work. <laughs> The Holly and the Ivy's got to be a maybe a remix. <laughs> right, it's on. Look out for it. This Christmas, Lee Connolly heading to the top of the charts. You heard it first here on Second City Radio. Right, Lee, thank you very much for joining us tonight on the nation's favourite online radio station. It's Second City Radio prime time for a Monday night with me, Chris Freshford, and Mr. Lee Connolly. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Skinny, cheers. Bye.